0: I'm late. No, you got here right time. No. I'm late. It's The Late Show. Sorry I'm late. You're
1: too late.
0: <laughs> the wizard is never late. Can I help you?
1: Yeah, I uh, want to see the show.
0: But not to come late. You
1: are late. You're late, man. Always late, huh? The hour goes late. But is he already too late to save his friends? You're late. I'm not to you're too late. And I'm like, dude. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Fine. <laughs> Call it that. I would say yes. It lives up to the <laughs> what little hype I had for it. It was pretty damn good. So no, I mean it makes sense. When you're, if you've got a stage persona and everything is that persona, why, why deviate from it? You know?
1: <laughs> it's what got you
0: on the stage in the first place. Exactly. All right. Well, I think we've talked enough about Zarface and MF Doom.
1: You know what? Actually, I'm surprised they haven't made a Mortal Kombat
0: like type track. No, they actually in uh, Phantoms. They well, okay. They mention more. They they make reference to Mortal Kombat in Phantoms. There we go. We can wrap this around. Yeah. <laughs> at one point, I don't remember the lyric, but he said something about. He was smoke and I was noob cybot or something oh, like that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Neither character appearing in the Mortal Kombat movie that we are going to be talking <laughs> about today. But
1: well, if you count Sub Zero, you know.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. fair. Actually, noob cybot, while he was still alive, yes, was in this movie today, before he was turned into a ghost by Quan Chi. Right.
1: I also just remembered how lame uh, Smoke's first suit is in Mortal
0: Kombat 9. And... Where it's just, oh, he the, just has a face mask and, and he has long, long silver hair. hair. yeah. <laughs> Which, fine, I get it, it's kind of smoky, I guess, but no, when you got the like the full-on ninja costume for Smoke, that one was way better. Much better. <laughs> Much better.
1: And you know, I, uh, alright, you know what, let's save that then. I was going to say something about the movie. but I mean, let's, let's get into the let's movie. Let's save it and we'll do the intro now.
0: All right. So, yeah, and welcome to Late <laughs> to the Show, where we've spent 20 minutes talking about him. Zarface MF Doom. Zarface MF Doom at collaboration. and uh, Now we're finally getting to the movie we're supposed to be talking about. This podcast gets off track all the time, though. So if by now you're not used to it, welcome to it.
1: You know, Wu-Tang Clan used Mortal Kombat uh, sound effects at the beginning of a lot of their
0: songs. That doesn't surprise me. That and also w- from you Kung know, Fu movies. Yeah. Well, you know, weirdly, I've like I've tried listening to... Uh, Enter the Wu Tang or 36, 36 chambers. chambers. 36 Chambers. I always call it Enter the Wu Tang, even though that's not correct. <laughs> uh, I just, I don't know why. Uh, I just, I don't know. Something about that album. I can't, like, can't I keep trying, it. I can't get through it. <laughs> I, I, like, I love Zar Face. I love Wu Tang forever on uh, YSIV, but. Oh, yeah. But, uh. Well, you know, that's, it's because it's Boom Bap, dude. That's why you yeah. like it so much. <laughs> it's got that yeah. Boom Bap style. Yeah. Someone finally brought back Boom Bap. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Logic Boom Bap he's, he, I think he's officially changed it Love the album but it's, it's, it's the Logic drinking game Listen to YSIV and drink every time he says Boom Bap You'll be unconscious after the second song
1: You know Logic's wife actually is pregnant with twins He's gonna name him boom, boom Bap, bap. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a moment for that one <clears throat> If it was a brother and sister Which one would be Boom and which one would be Bap?
0: Neither of them is a good name for either either
1: gender. So, oh man, I would probably give Bap to the girl because you could like discuss, like call her Baps, and then people be like Babs. Yeah, yeah, sure, fine. <laughs> Let's call her that. <laughs> I I have to call her Bap. I lost a bet, <laughs> some kind. Yeah, yeah, way back when. <laughs> and uh, yeah, a boom. That's
0: kind of a cool guy's name. I, I suppose so. you could yeah. write it off. It's Until like, bam, bam, <laughs> ron, boom, boom. <laughs> I mean, do you know anybody named Bam Bam? No. Well, Action Bronson. Do you personally know anybody
1: named Bam Bam? I can start calling you Bam Bam, then yes. i appreciate you doing.
0: <laughs> it seems to me like you're avoiding wanting to talk about Mortal Kombat.
1: No, it's just, it's, well, I don't know. I it, I did it as a joke, getting on Wu Tang Clan, and then you started talking about how you can't get into Wu Tang Clan, so now we're just here we are.
0: All right. Well, eventually, okay, okay. Moral Kombat. take 2. <clears throat> the one with the ba- I mean this is where the song comes from is this movie. <laughs> oh, is it really? It is. Oh, yeah. it wasn't even on like the arcade game. It's, as far as I am aware, the the the
1: song is from the movie. Is it like a orchestra like a done up version
0: of the game video game music? I'm not sure, but I, I, again, from I can I'll look it up, but I'm pretty certain this mo- the movie the movie is where the song comes from. Mm, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, from what you were telling me earlier, is about the only thing you liked about the movie, probably. But...
1: <laughs> I, I
0: like ideas for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and what I was going to say was,
1: I was actually, I always thought the uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero costumes were kind of goofy.
0: Yeah. But. They're also accurate to the game.
1: Yeah. And I was thinking, I was like, I mean, I guess, you know what, they they fit with the whole aesthetic anyway. Exactly. <laughs> like, they, they, when you look at the movie as a whole, they don't look out of place. Yeah. But just from playing the games, which I haven't even been playing for that long anyway. Really? I've only been playing since MK9. Wow. I never played Mortal Kombat
0: when I was a kid. Wow, yeah. See, I started way um, back when on the PS1. I uh, got, uh, it was called Mortal Kombat Trilogies. <clears throat> and uh, it had all the characters from the games. Uh, I don't think it was actually technically the third game in the series, but whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, it had all the characters up to that point. And then uh, I kind of glossed over four. Uh, and then I played uh, Deadly Alliance and Deception and Armageddon. Loved them all. MK uh, MKVDCU, <laughs> MK uh, Shaolin, uh, Shaolin Monks, MK Le- uh, Legacy Sub-Zero? I want to say is what it was called. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, there was like a side-scrolling up with Star and Sub-Zero. <laughs> um, it was okay. Never got past the first level. It wasn't that good. Actually, it wasn't even okay. It was not that good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who am I trying to kid? Um, then played 9 and X, and I'm excited for an 11 when it comes mm. out.
1: Once again, <clears throat> though, I don't think they picked a good rap song for like the oh, action well. to
0: go with. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... To me rap doesn't get okay, back to rap again yeah. <laughs> rap doesn't i don't think rap really works for mortal Kombat. i, I don't think, think it... it's the right genre of music for i think if
1: they got some boom bap shit in there it <clears> probably <throat> would work well like <clears throat> but actually like if they had something that was you know a little more slow and like kind of like chilled out and had heavier hitting drums like doof, doof, something that like because rap can keep pace with a like martial arts fight but yeah they just seem to pick the weirdest fucking songs that's fair <laughs> like even lyrically it's like well, this isn't badass enough to be fucking with mortal kombat
0: yeah it's, it's I don't, lame I don't, I don't really remember what how the song went but i think mk9
1: it was a Wiz khalifa song and then i don't know who did this song
0: well and x
1: was x the Wiz khalifa song oh maybe? x yes yes yes. sorry because yeah, that was the, the who's woods.
0: next yeah yeah See, I actually don't think Wiz Khalifa would be a bad pick for a song, but for Mortal Kombat. But
1: I don't know any Wiz Khalifa other than the Mortal Kombat song he did. I, I know,
0: I know, Black and Yellow, and I know uh, Washington. Oh, that's that's Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I know uh, Black and Yellow. That'd have been a good Scorpion song. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I know uh, Washington's on your side from uh, the Hamilton mixtape that Wiz Khalifa did. So, <laughs> um, that, that is the my extent of Wiz Khalifa, but. <laughs> I I think I think he's got the vocals for it, so he'll be the new character in Mortal Kombat 11. He's the DLC character. You, you heard you heard it here first, <laughs> folks. Uh, but uh, so Jake, since this is this is the first one that you haven't seen that I have, why didn't you see this until now? Uh, I didn't even know there was a Mortal Kombat movie for a
1: long time. Okay, Like that's fair. Probably until I met you and Nick. <laughs> that's fair. So what, sixth grade? Yeah, yeah, and then um, I haven't seen it from that point. From even hearing that there was a movie, I just never saw it because <coughs> I just I, I didn't even grow
0: up with Mortal Kombat, so I didn't really care. That's fair. I didn't really care to see it. Well, I'm, for this podcast, I will not subject you to Mortal Kombat Annihilation because it's garbage. Is it really that it, bad? It's bad. Katana's in it. No, it's same Katana. I was yeah, looking same, at IMDb. Same earlier. Liu Kang, and I think maybe the same Johnny Cage, but he dies in the first five minutes, so and stays dead. The rest of the movie. They recast everybody else. Hmm. Even Shang Tsung? Or is he... He's is, dead. Then. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <clears throat>
1: um, I so mean, what and what think? do I think of it now? Uh, I mean, it's 90s. I can tell <laughs> that, that for it sure. certainly is. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> definitely 1995. Might be 85. I don't know. <laughs> it looked old school. Yes, like, it did. Um... Yeah, I mean, even just first, well, one, the outfits are super distracting. (laughs) Like, they are silly as hell. Everyone's wearing the baggiest clothes I've ever seen. Absolutely. (laughs) And I'm not bashing on the 90s. I love the 90s. I I love movies from, when you get into the 60s, you start to lose me. But from 70s on, like, I'm fine. And I can understand, like, oh, you know, that's that decade's aesthetic. That's what everyone, just how people dressed then and stuff. Yeah. But it just, I don't know why it looks so silly in this movie. Just, uh, I think it's the high waist pants. They're all really baggy. Everyone's got a belt on. It just looks silly.
0: Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I 100% agree with you there. And I love it. I love every goddamn second of that movie. <laughs> you know what I think also
1: it is? It's not even like it's uh, casual either. Because they no. probably
0: do it <laughs> up to
1: 11 just to like really convey, like, I don't know what they're trying to convey. Yeah, but... fucking.
0: What, Liu Kang's pants were like to his chest. (laughs) Yeah, just under his nipples. Yeah, he was wearing those pants high.
1: (laughs) Well, you got to keep them high and tight. Shout out to your mom's house. Um, (laughs) But, uh, I mean, I like certain ideas for this movie. Okay. But I feel like, and also, I mean... Not much of the lore of Mortal Kombat probably really
0: existed at this point either, right? No, actually, I, mean, I would say. I mean, they were talking Outworld and shit, so like, yeah, the lore was there.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, to a point, like where with like with. Uh, I mean, they weren't. I'm talk- trying to think back to some of the old games. I haven't played like, the old games, but I know some of the stories from the old games. Like
0: they weren't talking like Edenia and stuff, which is where like. uh sindel is from and she's katana's biological mother right um so they're both from Idenio, which shao Kahn conquered thousands of years ago um before and then i think he fucking killed sindel and then she came back to life and now they're married or some shit um i know that i know the lore here and there um uh, well and
1: it also changes from game to game
0: very true it does <laughs> um and then mk9 fucking reboots the whole thing so who the fuck knows um, but no, I mean, there was some of the lore, uh, they fucked around with some of it, and then they, uh, you know, fucking. Scorpion and Sub-Zero are never Shang Tsung's pawns, they're both just at the tournament, and, uh, Scorpion's there to fucking kill Sub-Zero, that's his only goal at the tournament, right. and they never fight once in the entire movie, right. and I kind of realize that is one of my biggest disappointments with this movie, it's like, those two... Should have fought at some point. Also, Sub Zero goes out like a bitch in this movie, but that's besides the point. Um, well, what I was gonna say was, it feels like
1: they, they no, that's fine. It feels like they really pushed, and yeah, it's made in Hollywood, and it was the '90s where uh, you know diversity wasn't a huge super thing. But shout out to Christopher Lambert playing an
0: Asian guy. <laughs> that,
1: but I was just gonna say where they really pushed like the Western point of view for this. Yes, like Liu Kang had to be a guy who left his Shaolin temple and decided to live life in America. Yep. So he has no relation to uh, his gods anymore, or he doesn't yeah. care about the cult, his own culture anymore. It's like, yeah, yeah but it would have been cool to see a guy who gives a shit.
0: Yeah. No, there was no reason whatsoever for Liu Kang to have not always just been at the temple.
1: Right. It's right. like, it would have been cool for him to be super invested in his own shit. Yeah. Instead of just this bitch ass revenge mm-hmm. story. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree with that as well. Uh, and then, if they would have
0: done that, they could have had, you know, Kung Lao also. Not the, uh, No, because no, they were following the first game actually pretty well. Oh, really? Surprisingly. Was Kung Lao not in the first game? No. Kung Lao, I do not believe, shows up until the second game. Oh. And if I'm not mistaken, Jax also doesn't show up until the second game, which is why he's not in the movie. Much. Uh-huh. He has a
1: horrible <laughs> line as Sonya's jumping on the boat. Sonya, don't get on the <laughs> boat. Don't go.
0: Ah, She got on the boat. (laughs) I like to imagine, though, that they had a couple more takes. He gives more emotion in one of them, but, like, blinked too much or something. They're like, we can't use that take. Can we just mix and match the audio and the visual? Nah.
1: Speaking of uh, picking bad takes, there's just some rough editing in this movie.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, they hang on
1: shots a little (laughs) too long sometimes. Well, and they just, like, leave stuff in, and then then some other character says the same thing. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. yeah, Like... I I'm probably kind of a hack editor. So if I notice the editing's fucked up, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> I I can notice editing when it's weird. Mm. And like you should never be able to notice the editing. Editing should almost be invisible
0: unless that's the point. I guess, yeah. At at times like you you tend to notice the editing at least between major scenes in like a Star Wars movie because they still use the fucking like Windows Movie stuff, Maker wipes. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm talking like in a dialogue scene. <laughs> yeah, no, you, shouldn't, <laughs> you shouldn't be able to notice that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, one of my biggest notes here is that the movie is distracting from itself just due to its, I mean, some of its technology, some of it just looks like it was people just trying to capitalize on a video game trend. Like people love this video game. Let's make it
0: into a movie. Yeah, that's kind of what it felt like a little bit. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't know. I I agree, <laughs> but I also feel there's an earnestness behind this movie. Like, let's shit this thing out quick and make some money. That's mm-hmm. what no, my see, earnestness. It, no, to me, like I felt like whoever, like this. No, you know who fucking directed this movie? Who? I have to make sure I pick the right of the three Andersons. I've got it right here. Oh, okay, it was uh Paul, not P. T. Anderson and not Wes Anderson, but the other guy, oh, the, the other Andrew. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> the third one. There's a bunch of them. Uh, Paul W S
1: Anderson. Yeah,
0: Paul W S Anderson. You might know him from the Resident Evil movies and being Mila uh, Jovovich's husband. I
1: did not know that.
0: Yes, I also didn't know it was I,
1: Jovovich. I've been saying Jovovich. I, I.
0: I. It's probably Joe. It. I'm not sure which <laughs> one know, it is. It makes more sense. It would be the soft J. It. It, it does. <laughs> but um. <laughs> yeah. He does. He did the Resident Evil movies. Um. Uh, so. So, to me, he's somebody who grew up with video games because he's made more than one video game series a movie. Uh So, I think he gave a shit about what he was doing. Whether or not the studio did, irrelevant. He cared, and I truly feel it comes across on scene. I think everybody, yes, everybody hands it up. But, damn it.
1: Well, I (laughs) I think think especially in the 90s, he started noticing, man... I'm doing all these video game movies. If I'm going to be known as the video game director, i got to fucking tear this shit up. Yeah,
0: he's got to give a shit. <laughs> okay, so now you've played MK11. MKX. Whatever's not out yet. Yes, so. <laughs> MKX. Um, and you know when uh, <clears throat> all the characters have little quips they say to each other at the top of the match, have you ever paired up Goro and Johnny Cage? No. Johnny Cage will sometimes say, Gora will say whatever the hell he says. Whoa. Johnny Cage will say, you still owe me a pair of sunglasses, asshole. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And, well, unfor- I was going to say, does that make more sense to you now? But you had never seen the movie before. <laughs> you had never seen that before. So that totally goes out the fucking it way. It
1: makes sense to me now. <laughs> yeah, you'll you just said it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you'll like play MKX again at some point, maybe. Um, And you'll see that and you're like, oh, <laughs> Those are three hundred dollars glasses, ass yeah. sunglasses, asshole.
1: Uh, yeah. If we let's just talk about some of the characters. Uh, Johnny Cage was like the wrong kind of cocky. Yes, he was like lazy cocky. He was, <laughs> which I guess if he's like you know, kind of mopey anyway, because everyone thinks he's a fake. Yeah, but it, to me, but it, it came across like like I said, it just came across lazy.
0: Yeah, because well, and going back to, uh. We'll probably come out maybe about the same time as this episode. The special episode where we do our dream cast for uh, Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. uh, we'll figure out a release schedule for that. TBD. Uh, <laughs> it could just be a double release. It could be a next day release. Who yeah. knows? We'll figure it out. There'll be a second episode Mortal Kombat related. We may we may get lazy and just put that in for one week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just real long episode this time, guys. Uh, but uh, we were talking about the, like, the wrong kind of arrogant Like, I think the guy who played, like, I think he was great as Johnny Cage, but I still think he was the wrong kind of arrogant. The Johnny Cage that I know from the games, first off, would not have that much goddamn luggage. Yeah. He barely ever wears a shirt, so he doesn't (laughs) need that much fucking luggage. The man has his own name tattooed across his chest in MK9. He does not need that much luggage. He wants people, you don't do that if you don't want people to see it. Right. I'm I'm pointing at my chest for those at home.
1: Uh, (laughs) You actually have
0: John shaved into your chest hair, so that's pretty interesting. yeah, I know. Because of Johnny Cage. (laughs) He's my fucking idol, dude. I want to be him when I grow up. (laughs) I'm 26. Almost 27, actually. Uh, Irrelevant, though. Um, Happy birthday. Thank you. Early, but I appreciate that. Or late, who knows when this goes on. It, it's off. January. I could be late to the show on your birthday, so it who fucking be. knows. Yeah, we'll figure that shit out later. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, like, I, I get what you mean, though. Like, his cockiness comes out, like, fucking asking Lou to put his shit on the boat for him.
1: Well, and then, like, uh, his wa- like the jokes he says to people, like, to comic relief, the end of a tense scene. Yeah. He's just like... <clears throat> Uh, so I'm thinking of, uh, when they fight those, um, those guys in the basement, yeah. which I want to talk about the scene oh, yeah. leading into that scene. Oh, the
0: one with Kano? No, where they're walking through the cobweb hallway. Okay. But <laughs> I, I'm trying, it's been a couple of weeks since I've seen it and unfortunately for as much as I love this movie, it, it fades from memory quickly. So, <laughs> so when they fight those group of guys and
1: stuff, yep. And uh, then Raiden's like, what are you going to do about them? In mean, his weird
0: fucking white guy voice. What are you going to do about... Uh, that wasn't even close to... Christopher Lambert was an interesting choice, we'll say. A dog shit choice, we'll say.
1: But... um, uh, So then they turn around there's a bunch of guys with spears and uh, swords. Yeah. And then um, as they're walking away from the fight, because Raiden flexed on them pretty hard. Yeah, he did. And uh, they all split up. Johnny Cage says... Uh, you're lucky he stopped us but he like says it like like the delivery was weird (laughs) yeah okay so his
0: his delivery of his character is really weird because the line is perfect johnny cage like johnny cage absolutely would say that like you know what i
1: wanted him to do i wanted him to say it with a smile on his face and then flick a cigarette at someone that would have felt like a little more johnny cage-esque like a little more douche arrogance or like like uh trying to be funny kind of cocky
0: yeah well, either trying like, to be funny or trying to be proud. Tough guy. Actually, yeah. yeah,
1: like tough guy, yeah. a little more pride behind some
0: lines. Like, like if you like faked him out too, he's like, "You're lucky. When you stop this." <laughs> yeah, but then, like
1: but that. there would have
0: been more bravado in his voice still. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, bravado. Yeah, but I I I I, get, I agree with that. I still think the guy was phenomenal as Johnny Cage. But <laughs> I, I I I for all the movie's faults having grown up with it and having the nostalgia blinders in full effect, I will 100% every fault. I'll be like, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> I still love this movie. But no, I I, I won't say that those, complaint, those those critiques are not valid, because <laughs> they 100% are.
1: Now, uh, I want to... Oh, Jesus Christ, hold on.
0: we got to get through some ads here while we load up a scene. <laughs> So um, we'll I'll talk about something else because now... ooh that was a good
1: movie. Uh, what movie is it? The,
0: uh, we we were watching an ad for Bad Times at the El Royale. That was pretty oh,
1: good. Oh okay. My parents just bought it on DirecTV. It's they're insane. <laughs> but so I'm it... gonna have to go over there to watch it. They can't loan it to me, so yeah. I'll watch it at some point.
0: It is uh, it is a very slow movie though. It's good, but it's slow. Hmm. So just go into it knowing that. Is it hateful eight slow? Yes.
1: Okay, that's fine. I mean, hatefully it was slow. Yeah. But it was fine.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying a slow movie is bad. Mortal Kombat was not a slow movie. In fact, it got through that shit at a breakneck speed. <laughs> but uh an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and let me tell you, uh Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade got over the weirdness real quick. Um, <laughs> uh, but go ahead, what uh oh well we're loading up a scene that you wanna uh, talk about, but yeah, but um, that'll
1: take uh, fifteen seconds, so we can right. wait.
0: Um, I'll say
1: also that Luke Kang, was
0: and f- I mean, perfectly
1: I, cast. Yes, as far as looks go, for sure. And he could have been a fine Luke Kang, but the writing was just weird. Like I said, they they didn't weird get the that character. They set him in America, and also I fucking love the note that Grandpa apparently sent to him. it, which just, "Brother dead, come <laughs> so, home, yeah. Grandpa."
0: Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like okay, <laughs> let me tell you. I, this, when I watched this movie, it was the first time I'd watched it in a while, and I agree there was some shit. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, that was a real blasé telegram to receive. You're really just dropping a bomb,
1: <laughs> Granddad. What the hell?
0: Oh man, oh, the beautiful horror. <laughs> just the best CGI of all time, right there. <laughs> I'm I'm
1: looking through I'm scrolling through the timeline of the movie and we just saw a reptile spit on Liu Kang, which also didn't blind him for his first fight, which could have been interesting. It just spit on him for no reason and ran away. Yeah. And also the horrible CGI that is reptile in this movie. He's not a ninja.
0: He is a reptile. He becomes a ninja at the end and also reptile. Not in the first game. (laughs)
1: Um. You know, maybe that scene would have been better if they would have put in the song "Reptile" by Skrillex. That may have made it better.
0: Yeah, let's go. They they warped to the future to get that song. <laughs>
1: um. Okay, so this scene right here, it's a scene that should fly under the radar pretty easily, but because I'm a cynical asshole. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're um, gonna have
0: to bump up the volume, though. Because... Yeah,
1: I have it on mute right now,
0: so. Because, uh, again. Two weeks ago, this movie's starting to fade. So,
1: <laughs> so in this scene, well, and including when reptile spits on Liu Kang, they're trying to find Katana. I, I think that's who they're trying. They're yes, tracking they, her. They down are following the Katana Castle. Yep. And uh, so they're saying, "Oh, uh, she went down this hallway."
0: Okay. I see. I I think I already know exactly what you're going to say, but
1: she went down this hallway. They're breaking through walls of Fridge cobwebs. Coblebs. No one's been down this hallway <laughs> yep. in thousands of years, apparently.
0: Yeah. So you can't smell shit, but Johnny can smell her perfume. But somebody said they don't smell anything.
1: I, and I wonder what that means. I smell something. It's just an uh, empty room. Yeah, like, no, they don't was,
0: think they're being ambushed yet. <clears throat> no, they this that was the room that Kano was being a slob in. And they watched that whole thing happen. So she's like, I smell like Kano having been a pig. Or Johnny Cage's bullshit. One of the two. <laughs> I'm actually going to say it's probably the second one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, either way, I thought that scene was fucking hilarious. And also... Uh, you are
0: correct. That did fly completely under my radar. I <laughs> had literally never thought of that before. <clears throat>
1: uh, there. I think his like, I don't know.
0: See, no, they even said they don't know that she went down but this
1: way. through here, they're like, no, she went this way. And he does say, I smell her perfume. She That's went true. this way. That's true. That's true. But... Also, Johnny Cage tears through each uh, thing of uh, cobwebs the same exact way. He's like swimming through them, and it looks really weird. (laughs) Like he's uh, shot the scene maybe three times now. This is the fourth
0: take because you can see the mm, just so perfect tear down the middle of the prop cobwebs right
1: and they're not like talking like ah this is gross uh it's like all right we this is the fifth take all right we need to get this shit going
0: yeah well and we have the
1: action scene coming in now the ninjas are ready (laughs) chop chop Well,
0: that was one thing that really stood out to (laughs) me. Not
1: the fight scenes.
0: Well, I don't know if you noticed it. Uh, Again, not to make any mention of the just mm, sublime CGI in this movie. Um, But uh, did you happen to notice, end of the movie, right? The Shang Tsung Liu Kang fight. And the spikes come out of the ground and it's fucking covered in gold aluminum foil. (laughs) Because when the spikes push out of the ground, it unfolds like aluminum foil. Oh, oh, that
1: scared the shit out of me.
0: Yeah, the volume's all the way up still. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta back it up some more. The spikes are already out. There. Okay, watch the spikes as they come out of the ground.
1: Oh, Chen.
0: And his whole... Liu Kang doesn't have a brother, as far as I'm aware in the game. Okay, hold on.
1: Every man is responsible for his own destiny. A lesson Luke didn't deserve to learn in this movie, but that's besides
0: it. Though oh, we're gonna have to back up some more. Damn. Oh, I seen it right there.
1: Okay. Man.
0: You gotta back I don't think it Oh wait no hold no, on. I hold saw on. the
1: spikes come up.
0: <clears throat> Does it happen when he's talking? It's not how you spell Raiden subtitle. Yeah, I know. Dude, you know it's Shang Tsung standing in front of you. Yeah, I I remember that. (laughs) Okay, watch. The close-ups. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's just coming out of fucking aluminum foil.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I do notice that now. (laughs) That and one then, flew under my radar.
0: <laughs> well, and then one I noticed this time was one, uh, again, back to back to the beautiful CGI in the movie. Uh, during the Scorpion-Johnny Cage fight when he, like, the claw comes out of his hand. Mm-hmm. Like, the camera starts moving a little bit, but they don't really adjust the CGI in <laughs> yeah, his hand. They don't adjust
1: it, like, like, shimmies over just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that one, too. <laughs> They don't, like, change the angle of the graphic.
0: Mm. Yeah, they, it just <laughs> kind of just shifted in his hand, like, a little bit to the left. It's like, ooh, that must hurt a little bit mm. if it's moving around like that. I mean, one, it's coming through your hand, but... Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, I think once he... I don't even I don't even think Revenant Scorpion, you know, when he's a dead zombie guy like he is in the movie, mm-hmm. I don't ever think the spear comes out of his hand. He usually has rope at his side with a spear on it. Right. Also, it doesn't chase people down. <laughs> It goes straight, and then he brings it back.
1: Well, I think especially in, like, I mean, one, in video game movies, they're going to change shit. Yeah, I know. But And especially in, like, the 90s and early 2000s, they would take a lot of liberties, yes. which is why probably Spider-Man had <laughs> the internal webbing instead of web yeah. shooters.
0: <laughs> Though, apparently, in the comics, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw somebody comment that uh, Miles Morales does have organic web shooters, like... Mm. Uh, like uh, uh, sam Gore. raimi yeah. peter park yeah but yeah like there are
1: incarnations of a spider-man that will have that but yeah. for the most part it's always been web shooters so yeah. i wonder if there's like just a trend of like what if it came out of his arm well
0: i think it's like <laughs> how about we just make one less prop <laughs> well, that's a good point <laughs> Although, if it was a prop, we wouldn't have noticed that shift in his hand all weird. That's true. We, <laughs> that probably was the wrong decision for this movie, but for like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, what's easier, a little drop of like makeup on like his wrists or making a whole prop that he has to wear now? Right.
1: And then they also don't have to address why he never runs out of web fluid. <laughs> exactly. Until Spider-Man 2, where he struggles with his emotions.
0: Yeah. Um, but not nearly as bad as he does in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so why don't we talk about a big part of this movie? You want to talk about Raiden for a minute? (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about Raiden. What's your thoughts on Raiden? Uh, so the notes I wrote was, he's not even, he's not Chinese and he's not even really American aesthetic either. He's just a weird guy. Yeah. (laughs) He's just a really weird dude who stumbled upon these three people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How do we know? You know, Liu Kang at the beginning is like, this is not Lord Raiden and they should have listened to him. (laughs) because that guy is fucking white first of all (laughs) it should have been the tagline
1: for the movie poster this guy's not (laughs) Raiden Mortal Kombat this guy's not Raiden we'll do it better in the next movie we know and they did
0: they got James Ramar to play him in the second movie (laughs) which was an even worse choice was it really yeah I don't fucking know I haven't seen it oh shit yeah duh I keep forgetting you haven't seen these movies until now
1: (laughs) Uh-oh. This one's the
0: good one, and it, and I will say, well, I'll 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 save that that comment for the end of the the, the episode. I'll br- <laughs> I'll bring it up then. But so go ahead, uh, Christopher Lambert's Raiden.
1: And I all I re- like I was like trying to like think in my head like why would because it's not even like he's doing a voice. He's also even putting on like an accent with this voice. Is like he? it's
0: is that not how Christopher Lambert always sounds? Is it? I don't know. I've seen him in nothing other than this movie and his like one scene in Hail Caesar that I didn't even know. Oh, he's in Hail Caesar? Yeah, for one scene. I don't know who he played. I don't remember.
1: Um, I just seen that he was in a movie that I was surprised about also. Uh,
0: The Highlander? Uh,
1: no. Well, I I was surprised by that.
0: Yeah, he's the... But...
1: Well, first of all, he hasn't been in anything... In
0: a while. (laughs) Anything important in a while. Uh... But I mean you know that the reason that he because he was in Highlander is the reason he got to be Raiden in this, so Is it really? Most likely. <laughs> um
1: God damn it, where is I know it's around here.
0: Hmm. Okay. Oh right. shit, he was in Mortal Kombat.
1: <laughs> how about that? I've got hold on. To hold go, on back to hold go back to
0: go back to that real quick. I'd like to see how his name is spelled.
1: It's spelled correctly.
0: Okay, just making sure. It was just the stupid subtitles.
1: I also don't like that they write Lord Raiden. They could have just written Raiden. Yeah. Everyone else called... Oh, he was in Ghost Rider. That's what it was. Spirit of Vengeance, the second one. Oh, see, I didn't see the second one. You don't need to. I but saw the first one. For whatever one. reason, the second one rewrites the first one, and
0: the first one was a better movie. Oh, <laughs> <Well>, that's fair. <laughs> <clears throat> but... Similarly, I'm not going to make you watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> Like, cause
1: like with the way he like says outworld, he says atworld. Like, he just says things like outworld. with some kind of weird accent <laughs> he's come up with. But he, then he also throws this crackly voice, and the voice like maybe he's doing it cause he's a lightning god, as like lightning crackles. Maybe I should make my voice crackle, and if, you know I'll talk like this. And are you ready for them? Like I've got lightning coursing through my fucking vocal cords. Is this interesting to hear on the screen?
0: <laughs> I think you put more thought into it than Christopher Lambert <laughs> Well, I was just trying <laughs> to
1: like figure out, like, why would someone do this? <laughs> like, was it his idea? Was it a directorial idea? Because Raiden always has a deep voice. Yeah, a, I mean, v- a deep, very clear, commanding voice. And granted, it's usually not even, like, an Asian accent of any kind, yeah. but... It's like yeah, like you said, a commanding voice, like one to be feared. Like, this you voice know, isn't one to be feared.
0: You know, like the voice of I don't know, a god. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I get maybe he's trying to go for the whole like you know he's just a simple man type of deal, and he's like soft spoken, like like. But his character doesn't do that in the movie at all. No, he's like threatening
1: not. people. He's like and he's like fucking laughing cockily. He's he does a better Johnny Cage than he does Raiden. <laughs> Like, in that ninja scene when they've, like, beaten the small group and then Raiden does fucking uh, uh, condescending slow clap, Yeah. (laughs) and then, like, all the ninjas with swords and pointy things uh, threaten him, he, like, holds up his finger and shows off some sparks, and he's like, I don't think so. (laughs) And then his eyes get all sparkly, too. It's like, God, that's just
0: weird. Watch out for the Lord of Thunder. He uh, shoots sparkles out of his hands. (laughs) shoots everyone's least favorite firework out of his fingertips. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. But yeah, you know, again, valid criticism. I, just, <laughs> I just still fucking love this movie. But uh, no, I mean, yeah, there are definitely problems with the Raiden character. Uh, they either should have done more with or far less with him. Like, I just think he was, the amount he was utilized was just weird. Like, he just showed up in like, he just kind of like half acidly helps the characters and then disappears for 20 minutes.
1: Right. Well, he just says, come with me. And then he's like, hey, so you guys are going to fight. And then he just goes away. <laughs> he doesn't help anyone. He just no. tells them what they'd find out if the if... fucking messenger of uh, Mortal Kombat would be like, hey, you're going to fight in five minutes?
0: Yeah. That's basically all he's doing. <laughs> yeah. The, the only amount of quote-unquote help that he does is when he's like, you have to... F- you know, overcome your fears. Johnny Cage, you're afraid of being found out as a fake. So you're afraid of admitting you need help. And Liu Kang, you're afraid of... I, I don't even fucking remember what he's afraid of. You're
1: only in it for vengeance, so... Yeah,
0: so you're beyond help.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's a big dick to Liu Kang also. He, he really is. Like, uh, the grandfather says, he's not ready. He uh, uh, He's not ready and he's not strong enough or something. And then uh, Raiden's like, I know. But he's the only choice but then he doesn't like <clears throat> train them he doesn't help them at all right and uh the only thing he does when they're on the boat so he like tells them like look you guys gonna have to set your shit aside like your ego and whatever else and Sonya's confused as hell. she's like i was chosen because i was just tracking the killer here yeah i was literally just doing my job i wasn't even told about a fight <laughs> um but and then she's just immediately on board. It's like, all right, I guess I'm fighting in this tournament. <laughs> then uh, the big skull in the sky forms because uh, um, Shang Tsung's, I don't know, he's playing oh. with something. And uh, Raiden says, look, it has begun. And then cut to Shang Tsung. He's like screaming, it has begun. Even the editor like made Raiden worthless. <laughs> but, yeah. like, Shang Tsung said that way more
0: interesting. And he's doing the thing. Okay. Despite all your criticisms, Shang Tsung was perfect. Yeah, I'm fine with Shang Tsung. Yeah, Shang Tsung was fantastic.
1: Overacted a little bit, but at least he acted.
0: (laughs) That's a fair point. (laughs) I'd
1: rather have everyone overact. Well, maybe not, because I'd say Raiden... Well, you know what? Raiden's character underacted. Yeah, he (laughs) underacts. It was like a a little lazy. He's too subdued. (laughs) So I would take the overacting way more. Because honestly, Raiden in the video game going, What that's the overacting I want yeah if if Chris oh, Lambert, yeah. or Lambert or Lambert whatever did that in the movie go, oh, yeah, I like,
0: oh I then you do need it. to watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation because James Ramar's Raiden does that
1: yeah I think I will watch that
0: <laughs> I hope it's on Voodoo for free <laughs> free might be too much money to pay for that movie <laughs> for so, as much like, as I they should
1: pay me to watch that movie as they should. Saying?
0: you should get like five bucks to watch that movie <laughs>
1: Uh, I mean, those are my big criticisms of the movie. I mean, with with some stuff like I I didn't necessarily want to shit on it. Like uh, I mean, the CGI, yeah, it's rough, but it was also nineteen ninety five. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're gonna do it, yeah, I guess do it. But it's like <laughs> when they made that, I know that's the top of the technology for them. But how could they not think, guys, this is gonna look so much like. Because the, nobody thinks that. I know. Nobody ever thinks... Because... They didn't think it for a while. But now yeah. that our whole world is based on innovation, like, with the next iPhone or whatever, like, yeah. we are constantly thinking what the next thing could be. Yes. <laughs> it's like, how could they not even think, like, man, this looks a little
0: gnarly. I mean... <laughs> well, I mean, shit, right now I'm reading uh, I'm reading the book Masters of Doom, which is about uh, John Romero and John Carmack and how they created id Software and then their split and everything... And fucking, when John Romero wanted to make Daikatana, one of the worst games ever made, um, but he did, he didn't know that at the time, uh, he saw a uh, tech demo for Quake 2. Mm. If you look at Quake 2 now, it looks like hot trash. But John Romero was basically like, well, we have to fucking start from the ground up again. They were like close to done with the game, basically. And he's like, "Nah." I want the Quake 2 engine. We're redoing everything in the Quake 2 engine because it is just the best of technology out there. And it looks like ass now. Like, none of it looks great. Right. And, like, I, I guess it's easy.
1: Like I said, that's why I didn't want to, like, shit on it too much because it's so easy for me to say that. And, yeah. like, for me to say, why wouldn't they just wait a few years and it could have been better? Well, but it's he... like because they're fucking... They, that movie still probably made a shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at like because Goro was like a combo CGI claymation kind of a deal, right? If you look at Goro, like he actually looks decent compared to for what the movie is. Like, Mm -hmm. he doesn't look great, but he looks decent for what they're doing compared to the fucking little reptile, which was garbage. They could, they should have claymation too far. They should have claymationed reptile. Right. As well, they should have or done the same thing.
1: Just left him out. They
0: really or just left. A- he was a totally very unnecessary. Literally, he shows up in Outworld to fight Liu Kang for a little while, and Johnny Cage just hangs out outside <laughs> while that fight's <laughs> going on. Johnny Cage saw Liu Kang start fighting this guy, and was just like, "Liu Kang's got this." <laughs> yeah. That.
1: So, like I said, I don't want to shit on it, but um, well, I don't want to shit on it for those reasons. <laughs> yeah. But, like, uh, all the lightning shit with Raiden, at which they do up a lot. Yes. I mean, I know he's a Thunder God, but he also just, you know, regular fights. I mean, <laughs> could have just had him regular fight
0: a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Well, or they should have done, like, either, I don't know. Like, see, I think, like, the games do it perfectly, where he's almost always just constantly, like, there's lightning shooting around his body, but it's not, like, real overt, and it's not like he's making it happen. It just kind of does because he is the lightning god the thunder god That's and also what
1: he, does. he never does like lightning bolts in this movie it's always like flares are shooting off of him
0: well he doesn't fight anybody in this movie
1: i know but whenever the lightning is used it's yeah. like it looks more like fire
0: yeah oh what, like his teleportation <laughs> yeah that
1: stuff it, well like and then how he took out a group of ninjas that way or how he took out uh sub-zero and scorpion in the bottom of the boat oh yeah Cause he like it, yeah, it shoves like, them against the wall. It was like that red,
0: purplish lightning instead of being like just the blue lightning that should be shooting out of.
1: Well, it's not even like a lightning no, ball. That's what I'm saying. It's like well, it's
0: like a pl- like a plasma ball type of. I lightning guess bolt. yeah,
1: I guess I think
0: yeah, you... I know I know what you're saying,
1: but when you said plasma, that makes more sense. But still, it looks silly.
0: Yeah, uh, I do just want to say the guy who played Kano was perfect. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I, I did like Kano. <laughs>
0: um though it's actually this this uh, watch through I finally realized Sony Blade has one big fight in this entire movie. And it's with Kano and it's mm-hmm. over in like thirty seconds.
1: Well I mean that's how our character was introduced was looking for Kano. So I mean they should
0: have just done that fight later in the movie and it would have been fine. <laughs> well they should've or they should have let Sonya fight somebody else. Lou Kane fights a fucking nobody. Like, why not let Sonya fight a nobody or somebody? You know, Liu Kang gets the Nobody, Sub-Zero, Shang Tsung, Reptile, and probably somebody else. I don't remember. Johnny (laughs) Cage gets Scorpion, Goro. uh, I think those are his two big fights. And Sonya Blade gets Kano, and that's it. Right. Like, Sonya should have gotten at least one. Like, give Sonya the Nobody. If you're going to, like, divvy him out a little better.
1: Or she could have like fought, I don't know, like <clears throat> she could have. Well, I guess then they wouldn't have needed to do the thing they did, where well she could have like fought Shang Tsung, and then that's when he like you know copied her, yeah, and then used that against Kang, But she just he just kidnaps her anyway, so I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just <laughs> I yeah. was just trying to think of like oh, another way they could incorporate her into the action of the movie, but yeah, I don't know. Like, just give her someone else to fight. <laughs> yeah, just,
0: like, one other person to fight.
1: Or she just could have cleaned up all the ninjas and have that, like, yeah, classic
0: 90s thing. Like, whoa, a girl can fight? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, or, shit, like, Sonya could have fought Sub-Zero. Why? Liu King got... Oh, Katana. Liu fought Katana, too. Mm. Liu King got two fights in a row in this movie. Sonya got one the entire time. <laughs> it's like, you could have at least given her, like, the fight with Sub-Zero. To be fair, though Sony is a really uninteresting character. In this movie, yes.
1: I even in like Mortal Kombat nine and ten, I thought she was a douche in ten. <laughs> like, uh,
0: Cassie Cage is really interesting. See, I like Sony Blade as a character. I get what you're saying, but like, I kind of just like how she fits into the whole thing hmm. personally. I, but well,
1: if they were gonna do a female character, it would have been cooler to have Katana as a big fighter in this movie.
0: Oh yeah, no, I think Katana. I mean, for the lore and everything, Katana is an infinitely more important character. But I think having Sonya and Jax and, and Johnny Cage is he's really grounded, like, it's like, we aren't part of the weirdness. We are just, like, people either doing our jobs or got wrapped up in the tournament, as Johnny Cage was. Um, and just, like, I think that makes them more interesting that they're just these human characters amidst the weirdness and they're still just, you know making the best with this bizarre situation
1: yeah but then it's also like and then they just got into this tournament weren't really expecting much and then they just clean house it's like come
0: on they should have had there should have been <clears throat> something more to it yeah there should have been uh, oh shit i was gonna say something about that the fucking scene at the beginning where sonia was like sh- blasting her way through a nightclub the nightclub <laughs> yeah Um, But I can't remember what I was going to say. It was weird nobody in there noticed or panicked the fact that a gun was going off numerous times. But whatever, you know. I mean, a lot's happened since 1995, man. That's a fair (laughs) That's made
1: all of us much more nervous in a social situation. Of
0: course, to be fair, the same thing happens in John Wick where he kills a bunch of guys with a gun in a club and nobody fucking stops dancing until, like, more bodies start hitting the floor, so. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Cause he, cause he's shooting along to a great song, yeah. so the gunshots just add to the beat.
0: That's that's a fair point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I, you know, I think we've.
1: Oh, there it is. It has begun, and then I think what maybe fifteen seconds. Also, the fucking, you know what? The whole movie looks like a soap opera. That's kind it, of a w- weird it... thing about it. And then yeah, it has begun. Right there. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Said much more interesting by him for yeah. them to do a double line like that, a totally redundant thing. It's also <clears> just shows like a weird. I wasn't paying attention and paying attention in the edit bay.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. 100. <laughs> um. I mean, if it was filmed, I get I get what you mean with the soap opera feel. But like, if it, it had to have been filmed, then at like 60 frames a second, and then you would have that because well, like when you watch like soap operas it's like it's a little too smooth.
1: I was just saying more so about the set design. Oh yeah, 100%. And granted like the set design mm-hmm. is great, like I mean, it totally all makes sense how it was done and it's yeah. very impressive, but it looks like an amusement park ride. Yeah. You know. Which I mean,
0: whatever, you you work with what you work with. Yeah. Also, how come how did Johnny Cage get out of hell? When he went to kick Scorpion, he warped them both to like
1: Oh, some to the pit or realm. hell or
0: what? Yeah, to the nether, sorry, the nether roman. Like this <laughs> fucking scene here with Johnny Cage. That's way too much goddamn, he's got nine bags that he's carrying by himself. It's a funny, like, gag, but, like, Johnny Cage doesn't need that much fucking luggage. Sorry, man, I'm just looking at those high pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take a look at your compass. How did he know? He doesn't believe any of this stuff. And then he showed her, it's like... Anyway, I don't know. Do I look like your travel agent line, though? I think that was delivered perfect as the Johnny Cage character. Hmm. Uh, Fuck, what was I going to say? What was I trying to say just a moment ago? Uh...
1: I don't know. We were talking. I we were talking about the set design a little. Set bit. Set design working. Like with I the mean, guy. it all looks cool and it all makes sense. It's just something about that nineties aesthetic where it all makes it look kind of silly.
0: Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Well, maybe it has to do with lighting. I don't know. Well, and that's why I think, like I think you have to for Mortal Kombat though. As 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 I've say in the special episode, um, you kind of have to embrace a slight silliness to it as well. Mm-hmm. Um that uh, I think is part of why this movie, at least for me, just works so well. It's like, yeah, there's all this seriousness, but, oh, I was talking about when jo- Johnny Cage went to the realm. Oh, right, right, um, right. How the fuck did he get back from there? But, uh, <laughs> cause considering he killed Scorpion. Um, he just has a really good
1: travel agent, man. Yeah.
0: But like, <clears throat> in that scene, when he drops the, to my biggest fan, photograph, like mm-hmm. that's a from, you know, some Johnny Cage fatality in one of the early games. Like you'd, kill him, and then he'd like sign a photograph and drop it on their body mm-hmm. and so like that was a nod to the earlier games and that happening which is why i think at some point somebody should have yelled toasty <laughs> after somebody uppercut somebody but uh
1: well there's reptile yeah
0: <laughs> and all this and like uh... even as a statue we cgi yeah
1: and puerto rican katana yeah You know what's cool about Shang Tsung, though? Like, his, the actor, he really yeah. looks like a snake in this movie. Which makes a lot of sense to his character. Oh, I didn't like that Shang Tsung <coughs> was the one announcing, like, fatality,
0: flawless that, victory. I agree it's that like,
1: was kind of weird at points, but... It would have been, you know what, it would have been cooler if they're playing this up as, like, it's Mortal Kombat. It's this big thing where everyone's fighting for the realm. It would have just been cooler to have a bodiless voice of Shao Kahn. It's like, where
0: did that come from? Just the gods or something. They could have just written it off as that. Yeah. No, they absolutely could have. Also, this fucking scene. They prepare a massive feast for everybody. Nobody gets a chance to eat before they start flipping tables and Sub-Zero murders a guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's cold-blooded. Hey. That was toasty. Uh, No, actually it wasn't. Ah, Reverse of toasting. That was icy. (laughs) I guess they're eating a little bit. Also, this other actor... Martial artist that Johnny Cage knows. Yeah, the other black guy. Yeah. Was a really clumsy way of raising the emotional stakes for Johnny Cage. Yeah. Because I'm like... He shows up in like two scenes. Johnny's like, oh, I know this guy. And then he gets killed by Goro. And that's pretty much the entire thing. His entire character arc. It's like... Why? They could have just let Jax
1: go with them if they really needed a blow. <laughs> like, Yeah. First of all, they and don't that have many been... African-American characters in this movie. They so if they really two. just had to have one on the island, yeah. they could have just let Jax tag along with Sonya and then him and Johnny fucking, uh, you know, or become
0: friends. Goro rips his fucking arms off. Because in the second, okay, in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, again, I advise you not watch it, um, Jax is there. And now he's got his metal arms, but in the games, it's because his arms get ripped off. Well, in the in the movie, he's like, "Well, Outworld's invading, so I needed an upgrade," and he fucking voluntarily got metal robot arms in an empty facility. Um, I don't know how the <laughs> fuck that's a whole. And then well, the side. it had Ninja. two arms in it. Now it's empty. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a fair point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's their explanation. That, that would have been that would have been infinitely better. They could have had here's Jack's. He get he has to fight Goro and Goro tears his goddamn arms off and then in the next movie, like he goes and gets metal arms. Even if it wasn't just killing Jax,
1: it would have still played up like, oh fuck, this shit's for real. Yeah. <laughs> this like, guy just
0: tore some dudes arms
1: off. Yeah. <laughs> like that would have. That's been... almost more scary than just killing someone. Yeah,
0: because what he like just like snaps his neck or something. I don't even remember how he kills the guy. Like he just hits I think him and squeezes him to death, doesn't he? No, doesn't he do? He's holding him with the two arms and he brings his other two arms down on his head, doesn't oh, he? Oh, okay, maybe I can't remember. And it's just like this isn't a character from the games. I've got no emotional attachment to this character at all because he was again only in two scenes. Um, this guy's wasting all his fucking time warming up because Sub Zero. Like this guy knows he's gonna die here, right? <laughs> this We're is no li- zero.
1: He looks like Oscar Isaac, kinda.
0: A little bit with the, with the
1: face mask. Shrink. That was kind of a cool effect when the icy head rolls up on the like next to his foot. Yeah. But you know what? The being frozen effect was done better in Demolition Man, which came out in 1992.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> absolutely. Also, um, back quick back on the point where uh you you, you don't like him. Uh, announcing like flawless victories, um, there were several times where the other person got hit and then won. Like in Goro's fight, like uh, uh, the the black guy whose name I don't know, who's just there to get killed by Goro. Um, he hits Goro a couple times. Uh-huh. That's not a flawless victory. It's flawless. Did he call flawless victory? He calls that a flawless oh, victory. Really? And there's like two. There's at least one other match. Where uh, he calls it flawless, but that the winner got hit. It's like that is not a flawless victory. Their health bar, even if they were blocking, ticks down a little bit. <laughs> also, as uh, as mentioned in the special episode, it's very weird to me that this is Kevin Michael Richardson doing the voice of Goro. You know what, though? I, I mean, the voice makes sense. The voice makes sense. But to me, it's weird because, to me, he's Kevin Michael Richardson's a more recent actor, in my head anyways. Right. But I guess it's the same thing as going back to MF Doom. It blows my mind that he was working in 88. So, <laughs> you know, I only just heard of him, basically. Uh, like,
1: look at this whole area. Doesn't this look like
0: something at Disney World? Yeah. No, that definitely looks like something from Disney World.
1: And, like, it looks cool. It totally makes sense that it all looks like that.
0: Yeah. But... It also has that very, this is a movie set... Yes, Feel. yes.
1: You know what I think it is? I think it's overdone. Really? I think they put so much detail in there that it's like, look what we can do, you know? I guess. Where it's, like, like, none of it looks, they're like, none of it's understated. Like, they could have, like, sometimes, sim- like, being simple can really make it look cool.
0: yeah. Yeah i supp- i i agree but at the same time mortal kombat needs to be a little bit over the top mm-hmm. so
1: and like i said i mean it, it all makes sense for being in the 90s and stuff yeah it's just i mean it's easy to critique something made in the 90s for the 90s yeah in 2019
0: <laughs> yeah for like especially like you know quality of like
1: and also being based off a of video game
0: yeah which
1: <laughs> that's, that's an easy target right there is just like talking about a movie based on a video game yeah. you're already an easy target for some stuff
0: oh yeah but and i'm gonna actually say i was gonna say it earlier but now nah, i think we're getting close to wrapping up here this is in for my money the best movie based on a video game is this mortal Kombat movie really hands you down. like the resident evil movies
1: uh, we I, you I could, could like some of them. Okay, I mean I know the, you I like, have, you've begrudged the most the last
0: one. <laughs> Who well, I, I could I could talk for an hour about why that fucking well maybe not, but uh, I I could go on. You for You could a bit. elaborate for an hour. Yeah, why the second to last Mortal Kombat or Mortal Kombat second to last Resident Evil movie <laughs> is one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and a lot of it is because of my dad. So. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's a story for a whole other time. Um,
1: I just really like like that's the, like a big part of
0: the reason why I oh, yeah. hate that movie though, oh, yeah. too. Oh yeah, ah, fuck it, I'll just say it real, real quick. So my dad is the reason I love movies, and he passed away five, uh, a little over five years ago at this point, and that was the last goddamn movie he saw in theaters, and it's so fucking bad. <laughs> And I'm like, that was the last one. That was the last movie he got to see in theaters. was the second to last fucking Resident Evil movie. Was that Afterlife? I think it was Retribution. Retribution. I don't actually know. I don't... I refused to... I looked it up recently. I'm like, okay. And then I chose not to commit that information to memory. I will not... It, to me, will be the second to last Resident Evil movie.
1: <laughs> it doesn't
0: deserve its subtitle. It, it doesn't. <laughs> it's... Fuck that movie. But no, okay... I like Resident Evil 1 but this I think so captures I think Mortal Kombat so captures the spirit of the game. Mm. Like yeah obviously it's a it's a it's a martial arts tournament and what do they do here? They go to a martial arts tournament. Right. You know with these wacky over the top characters like fucking Goro and Kano and fucking the way they do Raiden it's just like like that's very over the top. (laughs) Yeah. Just like ridiculous characters. And I think they are doing the absolute best with what they've got. Actually, real quick, Paul W.S. Anderson, this motherfucker, is the one who directed the second-to-last Resident Evil movie. Is he really? He is. <laughs> So fuck you for that one, Paul W.S. Anderson. Um But anyways, I, I digress. Um But I think, again, and I think everybody truly commits to their character. Maybe not Christopher Lambert, but everybody else commits to what they're doing even if it's not the most perfect interpretation of the character i think everybody takes what they're given and they're like even if they ham it up like a motherfucker like shang sung does (laughs) like he hams it up and chews the scenery so goddamn much that it's just it's what it needs to be like they take this serious drama and they take it from they they turn it into melodrama it's like (laughs) where it becomes just ridiculous it's like these are the fate of the world stakes with the cheesiest, hammiest characters on the planet.
1: And also, just based on something you said in that rant... Yeah. Uh, Sorry. I think, no, <laughs> I didn't say rant,
0: like, negatively. No, anything. I know. I just... I, I realize that. I do that sometimes. God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think the title of this episode is going to be, maybe not Christopher Lambert. <laughs> yes. Let's... For title. many reasons. <laughs> let's title this episode... At least everyone had like you know like they tried. Maybe not Christopher Lambert. <laughs> hey, who are we gonna uh, cast for Raiden? Maybe not Christopher Lambert.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we learned our lesson. It's
1: a many-layered joke. I like it.
0: Yeah, let's. uh Yeah, shit. Now we got to come up with titles for all the episodes. Now we got to listen to the episodes and pull a line, and that's what we're gonna call it. We should do that. Yeah. Here's another all look my behind the podcast
1: too. That way when I hear in the episode, i like, ah, roll credits, there we go. Oh, that's why they call it that.
0: <laughs> I have to be Superman for a quest for peace. <laughs> we are not alone. Go, my generic ninjas. <laughs> and they have to, of course, fight the generic ninjas here because if they beat one of the actual fighters, it's like, well.
1: You broke the rule. Again. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> or you're going to lose this Mortal Kombat and you're not going to get to come to Earth. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Also, if they win this fight, why did why at the end with Shao Kahn?
0: Oh, because uh, in Mortal Kombat Two, Shao Kahn breaks rules. Oh, wait, you did you play through the story of MK Nine? Yeah, it follows the story of the first three games pretty well. Basically, yeah, Shang Tsung like goes to Raiden. He's like, "How about this? All or nothing in Outworld." Basically, is like so. Why there's another tournament? But like then they bring Outworld to Earth, and that's to get Raiden to agree to that. Um, but, so yeah, they just basically skipped that part in the second one. They, they, at the end, mm. basically, Raiden's like, you broke the rules of Mortal Kombat. You have no right to invade the realm. And then Liu Kang and Shao Kahn have to fight in Mortal Kombat under the watch of the other gods.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like MK9.
0: Yeah. Do you ever see, uh, uh, <sighs> do you ever see, uh, you've seen Terminator. I yeah. had to remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's the first one. The biker dude that he steals the clothes from. At the beginning of the movie. Okay. The three of them. Three the, the It's the the bald, like, I think he's the leader. I think maybe he has a mohawk. I'm trying to remember. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the guy who plays Shao Kahn. Oh, really? Yeah, fun fact. <laughs> Arnold would have made a decent <laughs> Shao Kahn. Arnold would have made a decent <laughs> Shao Kahn. Um, but again, I think the only people... Fatality. Who- <laughs> oh, they... Were- oh, my God. I just remembered that fucking Nightwolf is in the fucking second movie. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. Do they pick a Native American guy? Or do they just pick like a Mexican dude
1: and say you're Nightwolf.
0: You know what? I'm gonna look it up before I say one way or the other because I actually don't know.
1: Yeah. Nightwolf uh, also does sound like a Cholo gangbanger <laughs> nickname. What up, Izzy? I'm Nightwolf, man. <laughs>
0: Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, just just for everybody's uh, knowledge, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the second one, is sitting at a 3.7 on uh, on IMDb. Out of five. <laughs> Out of ten. <laughs> that's, they wish it was out of five. <laughs> I was like, 3.7, that's not bad. Shinnok's in this fucking mo- in the second one. Mo- Shinnok. Yeah, it's the, like, he's the bad guy in MKX.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay.
0: Jade's in this movie. Well, how about that? Uh, it, yeah. Uh, his IMDB page does not say one way or the other, but his name is Lightfoot. Um, oh is born March first, nineteen sixty nine in Upland, California, USA, is Gary Paul Davis. He's an actor known for The Indian in the Cupboard, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Oh and I've adaptation. Seen Indian in the Cupboard. Uh
1: <laughs> I actually like that movie.
0: He played Little Bear in
1: Indian in the Cupboard. Yeah. First thing I thought you were about to say he also did the voice oh, for Little Bear like, in the
0: show Little Bear. <laughs> I got an egg hatching in Pokemon Go. Sorry though I just got a, a <laughs> notification for that. Um but uh so those have been my thoughts. Obviously, I, I ranted for like five minutes about it. What did you think of the movie, Jake?
1: Uh, you know, I. Uh, it really. So, it makes me excited for a. There's potential. <laughs> it makes me excited for a new movie they could do.
0: Yeah, 100 I, I absolutely <laughs> agree with that. I also realize that. I, uh, I also realize I said definitely 100% several times in this. Holy shit, I got to grow with. <laughs> um sick, <laughs> unrelated. <laughs> but
1: like uh all the elements from my standpoint are here for like and also it kind of sounds dickish for me to say what a good Mortal Kombat movie would be since I've only played Mortal Kombat 9 and X and a little bit of Shaolin monks. Yeah. But but, but I, mean, like, I could see it, potential though. in this movie for a really cool movie that could both look cool and they could have like cooler actors for, which yeah. you'll hear in the next podcast, okay? Um, so this movie makes me excited for possibly a new Mortal Kombat movie done in yeah. the next five, ten years. Which
0: I'm amazed they have not gotten on, really. Like, I get there's the fear with dealing with video game to movie adaptations but oh shit um
1: but if they treat it like hey this movie was like if they don't treat it like we're trying to go from video game to movie if they just treat it like this movie was done once already and it failed how could we make it better
0: i think they should well i think they should take it as you know we're adapting it video game to movie but again they need to respect it The fact that it was a video game like i i agree i think there's something interesting that can be done with mortal kombat i think you can have a really good action movie with mortal kombat but i think you need to have that like you you need that melodrama you need to show these characters kind of silly not i don't know that's not the exact word i want to use for that but you you need to have that also why the fuck were they fighting with sticks in this scene anyways um (laughs) But, uh, no, you, you got to have some of that melodrama in there to just kind of, like, ham up the characters. But then at points you need to take it even less seriously than that. You need to throw in a toasty. You need to throw in, like... Or they need to weigh up the, the violence and go for x-rays in the next movie. Because, it. well, I get by 95 the standards were a little different. But let me double-check the rating of this movie because I don't think it was R for violence. Yeah.
1: This guy could have been Cyrex.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, this was rated PG-13, which is another problem, but uh, let me take a look at the why. You know, if they just used the game, not stop martial arts action and some violence is why it was rated PG-13.
1: If they would have just used Mortal Kombat the game as a story bible for a Mortal Kombat
0: movie, mm-hmm. which I think they, could they do something really good. Which I actually think they did Pretty well for this one. Not perfectly. I agree, not perfectly. Very not perfectly if you look at Raiden. <laughs> we, yeah, maybe not Christopher Lambert. <laughs> um, maybe not. But, uh, like, Sonya Blade is not a damsel in distress, period. Like, that should never be... That was, you know, that was more Katana's role, kind of. But even, but even, then, even she then, whoops some ass, too. Yeah, like, Sonya Blade gets captured, and that's just it. She's just, now she's the damsel in distress that the men have to go save that's not sonya blade mm-hmm. like katana to an extent is but more the way she is in this movie where she's like if i fuck around here shao Kahn will kill me and i cannot personally beat shao Kahn, mm-hmm. but i can assist and try and make sure that earth realm isn't absorbed in the outworld you know that's what katana's damsel in distress is in that not that she's captured in a tower and needs rescuing. It's just she is aware of her situation.
1: Right. Like if Sonya Blade were to be captured, it would be she let herself get captured to maybe get the in on something else. And she, yeah. you know,
0: surprises the villain later. Exactly. But yeah, so again, I think not perfectly. Again, this does not follow the game perfectly. But I think it's I think they took a very rough outline of it. And then uh kind of Screwed around with it a little bit. And then you get Christopher Lambert's uh, Raiden. <laughs> also, th- where the soul's going into his eye is kind of weird. Dude, I saw him attempting an x-ray, though.
1: <laughs> like, I saw that, I was like, oh, fuck. If they just would have, like, you know, done that during the fight, they could have done x-rays.
0: God, like, could you imagine how fucking badass it would be to see an x-ray in uh, a Mortal Kombat movie? movie? Yeah. That'd be sick. <laughs> like, granted, they weren't a thing before mk9 but
1: but there's a reason that they're a common thing now yeah because they fucking are dope yeah except for in x they were all had to do with breaking their neck
0: yeah they weren't very diverse necks yeah they they kind of backtracked a little bit on x but uh nines were some like fucking cabals yeah fucking pops their legs
1: right and then also uh reigns where he like pops the elbow and like
0: Oh, and then fucking roundhouses them to the yeah. other side and of the screen. You street. actually
1: see what it does to their face? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, Shang Tsung was not this creepily attached to Sonya Blade in the games, but. Yeah. Well,
1: like, it would have made sense for
0: Kano to be like that. But... Yeah, oh, 100%. Put a smile on your partner's face. Ear <laughs> to ear. And you know what else
1: like why wouldn't they just let <laughs>
0: Also if I'm not mistaken the movie's why he has an Australian accent, right?
1: But they could have just put, you know, a little light bulb in that red eye. It's literally, it literally just looks like you put a metal plate on his face and painted part of it red. It looks like that you eye You mean that's has not no what function. happened? <laughs> well, his uh little metal eye has no function at all. Yeah. It's probably why he loses this fight. He's got no depth perception. All right. I mean, Sonya Blade just beat up a disabled man. <laughs> yeah. By all means, he should have a handicap sticker on his license plate. <laughs> Sonya Blade killed him. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So, yeah, my two cents. Love it. I love this one. For all its faults, I think because... It commits so goddamn hard to being the best Mortal Kombat movie it can be <laughs> that I think it it it's a goddamn masterpiece.
1: I will say that they really everyone commits to their ideas of Maybe what not it should have been. <laughs> he, Actually, even that's why I say Lambert. he commits to what his idea was. <laughs> Paul Dwyer Anderson's like, good "Hey
0: Christopher, one. can we try that with a little more oomph?" <laughs> no.
1: Can you try that with like you know a little more Asian? <laughs> We're recasting you. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: God, that could go real brilliant.
1: <laughs> absolutely brilliant. What about them? <laughs> no, they're all fine, Chris. Please leave the set. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll be waiting my next check. <laughs>
0: What was it? They do the thing that Tommy Wiseau did in the room, where they filmed every scene twice, with because uh, they actually cast somebody else to play uh, Greg Sestero's character originally, and then uh, yeah, the uh, Tommy, the guy who I don't know what them Mark in the oh, room, okay. I think okay, okay, um, somebody else was supposed to play Mark, but Tommy Wiseau really wanted Greg Sestero because they were friends, and Greg was just supposed, to, if I'm not mistaken, just be like behind the scenes stuff. And uh, Tommy Wiseau wanted him to play the character. So they had already cast somebody to play Mark. And then when that guy left, they refilmed all the scenes with Greg Sestero in. Exactly the same. They did them all twice, basically, until the guy found out. And then he fucking quit the film. And then they is... got to just finish the rest of Greg Sestero. Uh, it's like they do that with Christopher Lambert in this movie. <laughs> but then somehow his, his part comes out to be the better version of the movie. Like, fuck! Still have to just use Christopher Lambert. He just never (laughs) finds out. I believe it. (laughs) There's an alternate cut of this movie that's somehow worse with a more culturally accurate version of Raiden. Uh, (laughs) uh, yeah. They they probably got Jackie Chan. I'm like, yeah. Well, maybe that's that was the problem. Is Jackie Chan's not the best choice for Raiden? Not it was yet. the biggest name we could figure, could think of in the 90s.
1: China is the biggest country. They have the most people. You couldn't find anyone <laughs> yeah. other than Jackie Chan.
0: <laughs> Seriously, guys? <laughs> you didn't even try. You're just like... You were you're literally like, okay, we need to cast an Asian actor. Somebody's like, Jackie Chan? You're like, perfect, let's get him. You and... could have thrown a rock in Chinatown and hit someone better for Raiden than Christopher Lambert. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, Look, they could have reused Robin... Robin Shue? Yeah. They could have used him twice. Once as Luke Kang and once as Raiden. and It would have made more <laughs> sense than Christopher Lambert as Raiden. You can even make an artistical argument for it. Look at the parallels between
1: the them. The duality. He's just a, a human, but he's a god. But it shows that gods have flaws, just like <laughs> Luke Kang. He takes him under his wing. There's a father-son relationship
0: there. That would have made more sense than what they did with Christopher <laughs>
1: Lambert. I guess we've probably uh, that's kind of like talking about social relevance.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, hundred percent. The uh, Raiden should not be played by a white actor.
1: <laughs> well, in a world where uh, Scarlett Johansson can't even play a trans person, Christopher Lambert should never be able to play Raiden. Yeah. Uh, what taste does this particularly partic- hmm? particular film play to? I mean, if
0: you love '90s movies or video game movies or video game movies, or you're that subsection that falls into the middle of that vendor diagram this is really the movie for you it's way better than street fighter Did they make a street fighter movie yes they did. i didn't know about that yes this one i saw it once a long ass time ago to the point where i would consider basically i haven't seen it because i don't remember anything about it raul julia plays m bison and he's the best part of the movie (laughs) have you seen the tekken movie
1: no. There's no Tekken
0: movie. No, there is. Oh, fuck. Is there really? Yeah. Actually, God, the, guy, it. the guy who plays uh, Baraka in uh, Mortal Kombat Rebirth on uh, YouTube, the like the first of the Mortal Kombat Legacy movies, okay. it's it's called Mortal Kombat Rebirth. guy who plays Baraka in that plays Eddie Gordo in the Tekken movie. <laughs> who plays Heihachi? I pff, I couldn't tell you who plays anybody else in that movie. I just know the guy who plays Baraka plays Eddie Gordo in that movie. The guy who played Shang Tsung in this movie could have been Heihachi. Actually, I'll just look it up. With the Wait way now.
1: he contorts his face. <laughs> yeah. I could easily picture that guy laughing as he straps everyone
0: to a rocket. <laughs> <laughs> that is a... Uh... Oh, my God. Who is it? It's the guy who plays Shang Tsung. No, it's not. Yes, it fucking is.
1: God damn it. <laughs> I could have been a casting director in the 90s. Yeah, you could
0: have. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Honest to God, we didn't know that going into it. <laughs> going into this. Actually, I think I've looked it up before, but I just pff, couldn't remember.
1: I mean, when you know a good casting choice, you just know it. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, on that note, I think it might be time to wrap up the podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah I think... Uh... So uh, shit, we gotta figure out what we're doing next time first. Uh, okay. Do we do we do we want to announce for the people what we're doing next, or do we want to figure it out afterwards and leave them in suspense?
1: Uh, we can just list off a few of them, and then whatever one we do, we do.
0: That's fair. Uh, I think we should start like either crossing some of these off or deleting them—the ones that we've actually done. Okay. <laughs> like we don't need primal fear or creed still on that list.
1: Oh, drink. we're going to do drinking stuff, too.
0: Yeah, but we've got to actually get to the movies with, with drinks. You're right. Uh, um, I don't know what sounds good to you and also what is easily accessible. All right. Oh, that's where the damn Vimeo link was. I thought I had a note of it. Oh, no. It took me forever. <laughs> like, I was trying to find the Vimeo link for, for the Superman documentary that we talked about last week. Uh, if you're you know, following along with these in chronological order instead of (laughs) jumping to the movies you want to see, uh, then some of this shit's not going to make sense if you're jumping around. (laughs) You know, maybe it's best that we should go
1: way back in time if we're talking late, late to the show. Since you haven't seen them, we could do Rocky 1, and we've already done Creed now, so... We could do Rocky 1. Yeah. Uh...
0: I mean, but if we also want to throw shit way back and stuff that you haven't seen, you haven't seen Godfather. That's true. Which, I'll give my opinion of right now, is the best movie ever made. (laughs) Like, true... Like, fuck Citizen Kane. That movie sucks. Godfather is the best movie ever made. As far as being entertaining and technically sound? Yes. My favorite movie of all time is Pulp Fiction, but Godfather is the best movie ever made. Um... And I say both of those understanding what kind of person that might make me see him on the internet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so we'll, th- we'll leave it up between either Rocky or Godfather. How about that?
0: Rocky or Godfather. That's a pretty big gulf in uh, types of movies. But I, I, yeah, it works. Similar for... time period, though. Well, hold on. Let me, let me check availability <laughs> for uh, where we can find these things. Well, I mean, for I'd sure be... they'd both be easy to get at Family Video. That's true. <laughs> well, because I was going to say, I know I've got The Godfather on DVD. Oh, well, The Godfather is not on Netflix, and I know Rocky's not. Yeah, no. I thought they just put Rocky on here.
1: I thought they had also.
0: Maybe they just took it off. I don't know. I'm checking Hulu now. Yeah, See, I'm not getting another fucking streaming service in, in Voodoo.
1: All right. Well, you know, while we're looking this up, why don't we just uh, wrap this podcast up, though? So we can. Oh yeah, this this is, shut is, them down. Yeah, this this kind of was the wrap up. It's just us like hopping off the mic and just starting to peruse the internet. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, whatever the next episode is,
0: um, we'll figure that shit out later. Right. Uh, so, uh, go ahead and shit plug your shit. Yeah.
1: God damn it. Uh, also,
0: you should put. You should. Are you linked to uh, the Twitter and Instagram on your phone? Yes. Okay. Cool. Not the Instagram, but Twitter. I am. Okay. You plug the Twitter, and I'll plug the Instagram because I got the Instagram on my phone.
1: All right. Well, first of all, if you guys ever want to email us with anything, any feedback, or make suggestions for movies, which uh, would we're be weird at, if you did, <laughs> we're at yeah. At this point, it would be weird. And uh, we're at late to the podcast at gmail.com. and follow Twitter.
0: Uh, well, while he's pulling up the Twitter, uh, we are on Instagram. We are late to the podcast. T-O for two. Late to the podcast on Instagram. Um, and I am at Rosendoom... I can never fucking remember the number. At Rosendoom2 on uh, Twitter, if you want to follow me.
1: And, um... So, okay. The podcast Twitter is at Podcast, And my Twitter is at Jocko underscore Linguini. If you can't spell it, don't follow me. Yeah. I second that. I've got 62 followers, but so even if you can't spell it, just follow me. You don't have to tell me you can spell it. Yeah. Uh, my, as of right now, my picture is an eight-bit picture of myself. <laughs> uh, you've got more followers than I do. I have 25. Fucking killing it.
0: I still I get followed by spam like once a week. Oh, see, like I get followed by spam and then it deletes itself immediately. So. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I get them and I lose them just like that. <laughs> That's it. Um. Well, if we're going off what our pictures are, uh, I'm currently in a uh, from when I was at RTX in Austin in 2016. I got a picture with Jack Patillo, and uh, that is my current. It's a picture <laughs> of me with Jack Patillo. Um, the guy who founded Portillo's in Chicago, right? No. Oh, I a have, different guy. I have a current picture of myself with my girlfriend, and that's not what I'm using on Twitter. <laughs> it's me with Jack Patillo. I don't think i've ever used me and kate as a profile picture for any yeah, of my social media you know, so yeah. there's no requirement that you should but <laughs> yeah. i suppose if you're putting a couple picture up there you know if you got one with your girlfriend or one with a celebrity you know go with the celebrity go with the celebrity
1: 100 might get you somewhere <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe all right well that's it for this week uh tune in for next week for either the, uh, the, rocky, what the fuck? It might 60. You know, tune in next week for rocky or the godfather and uh, don't be late